0: $5 million, like, is not even a lot of money anymore.
1: No, it's it's really sad. Like, I mean, if we want to buy a house, it's, like, at least a million anywhere that we'd be looking at houses. hmm That's remember
0: why that I'm never going to a- own a house. You remember that movie, um, Austin Powers, and the guy goes, $1 million.
1: You remember that? I do. And by the guy, you mean...
0: Yeah. Mr. Mr. uh, Mr. Negative. What's his name? Mr. Negative. Dr. Evil. Dr. Evil. Yeah. yeah. He goes, he says this. He goes, he goes like this. He goes, he goes one million dollars. And it's funny because that's not a lot of money anymore. So it's funny. No. And then he does this thing where he touches the side of his lip. It's very funny. If you haven't seen it, Austin, Austin Powers, Austin Powers versus Mr. Negative. It's a good one. Check it out on the, on the, uh, you can rent it at uh, the video store. Which
1: video store? Blockbuster.
0: <laughs> yeah. Blockbuster video. <laughs> Blockbuster video. Wow. What a difference.
1: Remember going to Blockbuster video and looking at like the new releases on the outside and it was just like 30 copies of the day after tomorrow. <laughs> yeah,
0: I do. And they would never be, you couldn't get one.
1: No, they were all gone. So, so you got to watch I something really else. I wanted
0: to watch Jake Gyllenhaal traverse the snowy landscape of New York City by himself in his snowshoes.
1: Fond, memories of to find his
0: dead Dennis Quaid.
1: <laughs> Is Dennis Quaid still alive? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Dennis I don't Quaid. know. There's like a lot I'm of pretty, people. I die. hope so.
0: Randy Quaid's a nutbag. His brother Randy Quaid.
1: Yeah. No, not that one. I think there's someone I think of. You know, when there's there's these celebrity doppelgangers, and I go, "Oh, that guy," and I think. You know who I'm no, I'm not thinking of Dennis Quaid's still alive. I don't yeah, think I'm thinking so. of Bill Pullman. I think I'm thinking of someone he's else. alive. He's also Richard
0: alive. Richard Gere, also alive.
1: He's also alive. Who was in Twister?
0: Bill Paxton. He's no longer he's
1: long with that's us. who I'm thinking of is Bill Paxton.
0: And of all those people we just named, that was the best one.
1: Yeah. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. I. I love you.
0: We love you, Bill Paxton. Whatever it takes. <laughs> Rich
1: will you through. So welcome to another episode of the Degrassi Every Episode Ever Marathon Podcast. I'm Rachel.
0: Hey, Rach. Find someone else to ride with. We're full. <laughs> Ooh, I'm, I'm your old, old pal. pal. Oh, boy, there were a lot of burns in this episode did
1: you love this episode being the this episode fake horror was, movie that it was um it was very fun
0: i really enjoyed it michael grassy
1: was it a michael grassy um, joint it was a, a michael sense.
0: grassy joint it was very fun i enjoyed it a lot i was i kept wondering like what is the payoff gonna be yeah like I was really interested in how, obviously, it wasn't going to be like a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Because then I was like, well, are they going to do like a dream thing? And it is. Mm-hmm. And then I realized pretty quickly that they weren't. Yeah, And then the reveal was like, kind
1: of... It was so obvious. Yeah, and
0: also, like, the dad had a hood on, and I was like, he wouldn't have that
1: hood on. No. Like, what? Um, um,
0: but I did enjoy it. I liked that they made Bianca say the name of, like, 4,000 horror movies, which was very Yeah.
1: Fun. I thought that the first episode was better than the second episode, because it turned real Degrassi sappy towards the end, and it kind of <laughs> lost that momentum that it had uh, in the beginning. Yeah.
0: This is going to be a weird one to talk about, too, because it's really it's not one split story. into
1: stories. I tried to write. I usually make my notes. I have like an A story section, a B story section, a C story section. And I started to do that. And Gave then I up. just crossed it out. And I was like, oh, I guess I'm just going to try to go in order. I mean, there's yeah. there's a couple different storylines kind of threaded through here, but it's definitely not a split as like a normal episode would be.
0: Yeah, and even like some of the storylines thread together. Yeah. Well, they do the whole time because they're always all together. Yeah. But you know, before we get into it, I got to ask you the question, the Mm -hmm. Mm age-old question, the biggest question you got to ask a person when you see them for for the first time in a while. You say,
1: "How you doing, Rach?" First time in a while. I saw you like six days ago, but like, yes, good, good to see you. Not even four. I think (laughs) four days ago,
0: but you're back in.
1: I'm back in the basement. Back in the basement. Back in the basement.
0: You're back in front of that haunted dollhouse, Mm -hmm. which. I, I told you earlier. I'm so happy to see you there. Love ins-
1: love seeing the hole in the ceiling where something creepy might crawl out at any moment. Could
0: probably some bees, maybe some bees. I think the bees. bees are gone,
1: but you know, bees we'll see.
0: Farewell to the bees. I see that CD player back there, of mm-hmm. course. You gotta gotta love that CD Three player. Three disc hanging out changer in the back and wall. the oh nice. Cassettes?
1: Hell yeah! Nice. So you Dual can cassette. record you- off the other one. That's nice. Mm-hmm. That's pretty nice.
0: I received a cassette in the mail the other day. Oh, do you have a cassette player? The other day, I do have one. Mm-hmm. Like I have a small like you could carry it around radio okay. that's a CD player with a little cassette player. Mm-hmm. And I re- I there's a singer uh his his name is MJ Lenderman and mm-hmm. he's from this band Wednesday who I love. Mm-hmm. And they put out an album this year called Rat Saw God that I think is my album of the year, but I don't know. I have to
1: think about it. Yeah. I saw that you uh, posted about them with your Spotify wrapped. And I was like, I haven't seen, oh, Apple Apple one, sorry. But I was like, I hadn't seen you um, talk about them at all. So I was like, I'm surprised. I have not heard about Wednesday.
0: Yeah. They were like my band of the year. I love them. And MJ Mm -hmm. Lenderman is a member of that band. And last year he put out an album That I loved called Boat Songs. I loved it very, very much. Mm -hmm. And then, so he just released a live album Mm -hmm. that you can listen to on your old devices, you Mm -hmm. know? And I have been and I've been enjoying it. I kind of like it more than his solo albums because the songs are just a little bit more like full. And he released it on Bandcamp and the only physical way you could buy it was as a cassette. And I thought that was kind of fun and cool. So I fucking bought it Mm -hmm. more as like a support kind of thing. Yeah. Sometimes I think when like if you really like something, Mm -hmm. like, for example, if I go to like a independent wrestling show. Mm -hmm. And someone like to fuck was had like a great match, you know? Yeah. I'll buy a t shirt because mm-hmm. it's like a tip. Yeah. It's like these guys don't make a lot of money. And like a, you know, these artists are getting murdered by these streamers. Yep. And so you don't so it was like 10 that's, bucks. Like, and speaking I was, like, of Spotify a, wrapped. Yeah. <laughs> that's a fun thing to yeah. own. So I bought a cassette tape of MJ Lenderman's live album, mm-hmm. which I'll still mostly be listening to on my phone probably. But yeah. it's fun to have. I opened it up, I looked at it, took mm-hmm. it out. It was a whole thing. Yeah. So that was fun.
1: yeah i i have at least well currently with me i have like multiple cassette players but usually i have at least one just in case and also vcrs just in case you got it you never know you never know when the apocalypse is going to happen you never know when streamers are just going to all shut down because they cost too much and uh you know you might need to go back to your vhs's
0: that's true. You might. I have all that stuff too. Mm-hmm. Case of the in a case of the apocalypse. Because if the apocalypse or like some sort of like Godzilla thing happens or like a mm-hmm. zombies or whatever, I'm not gonna fight them. I'm just gonna sit in my house and probably watch movies until they get me. That's fine. Yeah, I feel that. I yeah. guess you'll need electricity for that. So if it is an apocalypse, you will be proper fucked.
1: I just don't have the energy to fight anymore. I'm fine. I just just take me. Not, no, I'm
0: good. I'm good. I'm ready.
1: I maybe I'll fight for my kids. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. I don't have those, so it's like it's hard.
0: We'll send them somewhere. I'll go with the per- go with this guy. He's better yeah. at equipped at fighting. Yeah.
1: <laughs> we'll go to like a safe house somewhere, wherever the zombies yeah. aren't going to go.
0: And they'll have a generator, so I can plug in my. Yeah. Are zombies
1: player. afraid of water? I don't know.
0: Yeah. I, mean, I don't know zombie lore that well. Anyway. I don't know if that is part of the lore, if they are, or they're not. Mm-hmm. I, you don't really see, well, there's a great movie uh, called zombie. Mm-hmm. Uh, zom- or some people, sometimes it's called zombie flesh eaters uh, mm-hmm. by Lucio Fulci. It's a f- an Italian movie. And there's a great scene where this zombie uh, kills a shark mm-hmm. in the water. Yeah. Oh, okay. And he fucking fights him and kills
1: him. That's how we could have, I'm, well, but then you just, do you just turn the shark into a zombie?
0: the shark did not come back as a zombie in the movie but that's a good question
1: yeah because i'm like you know we've done a lot to improve the ecosystem of the oceans and so sharks have come back closer to a lot of beaches that people frequent and i was like i guess we could put nets in but also we could use zombies
0: that's true
1: because otherwise you just use the the nets to keep the sharks away from the people and that way no one gets injured and everyone's happy but, you know, you could, I guess you could just, but that's just killing them. They're not becoming zombie sharks, so I don't know if that's I gotta say,
0: either. if so if you get eaten by a shark, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah,
1: that's rough.
0: That's kind of, I mean, something was, that's <laughs> a fucking rough time.
1: Yeah. Because sharks don't traditionally, like, want to eat people, right? No, they just think that people are something else. They think people exactly. are like a seal. And the problem is there's more yeah. seals now. Because we did more to protect them.
0: (laughs) I think people are some, like, bowling balls. They like to eat bowling balls and license Mm. plates, I believe. If you've seen Jaws, Jaws. Mm -hmm. they like to eat
1: license plates in the movie Jaws. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's about that. How are you doing, pal?
0: Oh, I'm doing good. I just came off of um, seeing the Hold Steady two nights this past weekend, Mm -hmm. so I'm coming off a high from that. I'm filled with uh, joy and Friendship and goodwill. So oh, that's, that's good. nice. Yeah. So just just sitting here. So <laughs> oh, did somebody say friendship, joy, and goodwill? Cause y'all know I gotta take a dump on that shit.
1: <laughs> oh, it's mean, Santa.
0: Oh, no, I'm kidding. I would not take a dump on any of that. I love friendship and I love joy. I love goodwill. I love camaraderie, Rachel. You know this about me. We're (laughs) comrades. You and I, Santa and Rachel, fighting the good fight day in and day out. I see you're back in your home.
1: I am. Well, my, my childhood home, yes. You love it.
0: You love to see it. That's what the kids say. They say say these things. They say, you love to say it. And they also say, it's giving. And they say, like, that's giving National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. And that would mean like something reminds them of National Lampoon's Christmas vacation. Or they say, that's giving grunge, and that means it <laughs> seems to remind them of a grunge look, perhaps. Have you heard this, Rachel? It's
1: giving. I've heard that. I've heard riz. Oh, oh,
0: oh. oh we heard that? Yeah. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. You had not heard that until very, very recently. Exactly. I and believe.
1: then it just keeps popping up.
0: And they say, also, you know, they don't put periods anymore in their texts. Have you seen this? Do you put periods in your text? Santa or Pat? Both. Santa, no, I don't text anybody. I don't even have a phone. <laughs> <laughs> of course I do. How else would I be able to look at the weather and things? I'm not a. I'm not a fucking uh, Martian. Of course I have a phone, Rachel. And I text all the time, and no, I don't put periods. I don't use capital letters. I'm a young. I do mm-hmm. things like the youth do. The youth keep me alive with their spirit and faith goodwill joy friendship and camaraderie i actually do i i this is pat now i mm-hmm. i i have a hard time not using punctuation in my texts i do try not to because i, I know that like
1: there's sentences and i have to pause in between them i just don't tend to use them at the end of the text
0: that's what i've been trying to do because mm-hmm. i don't want to cuz the deal is if you put a period at the end of your text you're mad
1: mm. right I feel That's forceful what, about it. It's like when women use exclamation points to make sure that people understand that they're not upset and I angry. Use so many, I use so many exclamation <laughs> okay, points. Okay. So, not just women.
0: <laughs> I do that all the time.
1: I'm okay about this exclamation point.
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, God.
1: But I do. I
0: have a hard time not using punctuation. I got to tell you. But I don't want people to think I'm angry. So, sometimes I try not I I, I, I consciously don't. I have to think about it. Mm hmm. And in order to not do it. Oh, you're a stupid asshole, Pat. You're like, a, you're like an old man. Well, I mean, yeah, I'm older than a lot of people. Not older than me, and I still know not to do it. Well, you are you have a lot of time on your hands. <laughs> this is true. Ho, 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 ho. Rachel, December is upon us. Have you written your Christmas list? Because if you said it to Santa, he may make a Christmas wish. I just made that
1: fucking song up off the dome. That was pretty amazing. I'm not going to lie.
0: Why haven't you put me in the damn hall of fame for heaven's sakes?
1: I mean, I think that we, I don't know. It, it's I, it's tough. It's tricky. I, I,
0: it's tricky to rock a rhyme to rock a rhyme that's right on time. It's tricky. tricky. It's tricky, tricky, tricky. You know, I gave Run DMC those Adidas. <laughs> And I gave, I gave uh, one of them that uh, wallet filled with cash. Don't forget, just like the song, that was a true story. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rachel, it's still early Christmas season, but now you only do episodes every other week. So there's not a lot of opportunities for me to come on the show. So you're just trying to show up
1: you. as much as you can.
0: I've got to get in. I've got to, as the wrestlers say, I've got to get my shit in. I've got to get in here. I've got to be able to say hello to you. Hello to the Broomheads and the Dope Monkeys and let them all know that every single one of them, to a man, is on the nice list. Yes, it indeed is true. You're all on the nice (sighs) list if you listen to the podcast. Rachel, how's Daisy doing? I heard she took a spill.
1: She took its spill. She's doing okay. She was thrilled to come back to Baltimore. Mm. But she's not going to be so thrilled when she realizes how much worse the weather is.
0: Oh, yeah, I see. I yeah. Can see that.
1: She's not a big fan of that. rain or cold. So uh, she would not make well, it as a postman.
0: Tough fucking luck, Daisy. You gotta walk <laughs> around in the cold weather. She could bite a postman's butt though, that's for sure. She could you know try. I'm saying.
1: There was a dog that was down the street from my sublet that really liked Daisy. It was like a bigger dog. And so like when Daisy would walk by, they would kind of sniff each other through his fence and, you know, wag their tails and then walk along. But when a postman came by, that dog turned evil. I was like, Well, they
0: don't like a poster. No. It's just one of those things ingrained in a dog's brain.
1: It's just like, it's nature. That's why it's in all the cartoons.
0: So in all of the cartoons, because it's correct. But I will say all of the things that you've seen in the cartoons about me are not always correct.
1: Okay, so what are we wrong about?
0: I'm not... Very mean. Everyone thinks I'm so mean to Rudolph. I'm mm-hmm. not that mm-hmm. mean. He is my employee. Like if I were just nice all the time to all of my employees, they wouldn't respect me. So sometimes Does I've he got have... to bring
1: the hammer down. Does he have good working conditions? Have the reindeers tried to unionize?
0: No, that won't happen. Don't even. I don't. That that's disrespectful to bring up, Rachel. We're not. That's. This is not. This is not that time.
1: Okay. This is not.
0: Okay. This, this podcast is not the time to bring up unionization. We're having I a feel good very strongly
1: time. about unions. So
0: well, you can take a piss up a rope because we're not. <laughs> <laughs> we're not looking at unionizing. There's only eight of them, for heaven's sakes. What will they unionize for? They. I take care of them. They live in my house. With my wife, Mrs. Claus, we feed them, we clothe them, they are properly compensated for their work, they live forever. I mean, what the fuck else do they want from me, really? Let's be honest. So sometimes I've got to give them a little bit of the business if they, if sometimes I have to yell at the elves if they're not doing their job. I am a business owner. Do you understand? I am an, I am, I am an LLC, for heaven's sakes. Anyway, oh. Rachel, have you figured out at all what you want for Christmas? Because I'd like to make it happen. What, what would you like? Anything in the world you'd like for Christmas. I want to make it happen. Good question. You, you say the word. Would you like a dollhouse? Oh, no, you've already got, got one. one of those. Would you like some trophies? Nope. You've got a bunch of those. Ooh, I
1: might like some tiny trophies to go in the dollhouse
0: interesting well i'll have the elves yeah, the, get the, right on the it the
1: dollhouse is not furnished so if you could get me like a really nice sectional and maybe like a tiny entertainment system with a vcr because you know like we said vcrs are i don't know if you were listening before but like vcrs are i wasn't important. i
0: don't listen to the podcast gotcha. i just come on I say. we we're
1: saying if the zombie apocalypse comes we really want to have a vcr and i'd like my dollhouse to have one too just in case
0: well, consider it done. I'm going to call the elves right now. You probably thought I was going to say something shitty and snarky like we don't make furniture, but we do. That's actually something we specialize in over at the Christmas workshop. Yeah. So I'm going to call the elves and I'm going to put in a special order for you, Rachel, and then I am going to come and bring it to you personally. I do. I bring everybody personally, to be fair, so it's not mm-hmm. special, but I am going to bring it to you personally. And I can't wait to see you. I've got to go now, though, because I've got to go watch May, December on Netflix. It's I love Todd Haynes. One of my okay, favorite Okay, Let me know like what now. you so,
1: think. I haven't watched I it got, yet. I thought about I watching gotta, it this weekend, but I didn't get there.
0: I got to get the fuck out of here and check out Julia and Moore and Natalie Portman. Ooh, I hope they get sexy. Enjoy. <laughs> well, there you go. It's probably one of only three appearances he's going to make, and he's already made two. Yeah. Because we don't One do this One more every Santa. Week anymore. He might show up in the Patreon only bonus episode, which I think we're taking a big we're gonna undertake. We're gonna the Undertaker on this because we're gonna undertake a big thing. We're yeah. gonna watch how many of these fucking movies, Rach? Oof. What are we doing?
1: We are aiming to watch three Christmas movies with Degrassi actors in them.
0: We could save them and stagger them, but we're not gonna do that shit. Mm-hmm. We're going full Mm-mm. bore, Daddy O. Yeah. We're gonna watch "Time for Her to Come Home for Christmas," starring the great Shanae Grimes Beach, mm-hmm. and, and from all her TikToks where she holds her shoes, mm-hmm. and so she shows you her shoes. So she holds them, and then she like drops them, and then they're on her feet. We could watch. <laughs> you know, we could really watch ones. is just all the Shanae Grimes Beach's fucking TikToks. Oh my god! I just, which are I, Instagram reels.
1: I lobotomy talk. I'm telling you, I do not understand some of the trends of what you record and post.
0: She holds her shoes and she goes, She looks like, like, Look, my shoes. And then she drops them, and then the neck they cut to, and they're on her
1: feet. She's like, It's just editing.
0: So, um, we're going to watch that mm-hmm. time for her to come home for Christmas, which did we watch time for him to come home for Christmas for the podcast or no, we watched that
1: for our residual. personal reasons. <laughs> we gotcha. watched. So, so in case the, the broom do not know, there was a whole series of time for blank to come home from Christmas and they're all Blake Shelton produced movies mm-hmm. and they all have music in them. And Sinead Grimes Beach, I think was, was she in one? Or was it something was else she- that we watched last year? I don't think she was, I don't, That was a music one, but I'm like, was that one of them? I don't, she wasn't in time for him to come home for Christmas. No, but I, that I did enjoy time for him to come home for Christmas.
0: You did like it. You did like it. I remember that. It was the guy from, uh, (laughs) I'm looking up Sinead Grimes Beach. It's like, wait,
1: that's right. So we're going to watch
0: that. Time for her to come home for Christmas. Then we're going to watch. A Mountain Christmas Family or some shit. What's the Stacey Farber one called? I don't think there's a
1: mountain in it. When I Think of Christmas was the one that we watched last year with her. And we also watched Christmas Incorporated where she played Vriley Vreach.
0: Oh, (laughs) Riley Grimes Vreach. (laughs) Oh, I forgot I'm going to have to do that again. Yeah. Why did we? How, how did it get the
1: V? I don't remember. I don't remember the context. Was it's her name? Been... Riley Vance? In R- it's movie? Riley Vance, yeah. <laughs> Riley Vrimes of Reach.
0: Riley. right? <laughs> Riley. Riley but we didn't say Vrigh. Riley. Riley. Riley <laughs> Riley Vrimes Vreach. So whatever her last name is in this movie, I'm going to have to do that again. <laughs> I'll have to remember that. Make a note. Yeah,
1: we're going to watch that. We're going to watch the one with Stacey Farber that was called... What's that? A
0: Mountaintop Christmas?
1: <laughs> I don't, they all have the same name is the problem. And so it's very hard to figure out like how there can be so many different titles of these movies, and yet they all mean the same thing.
0: Yeah, and then we're going to watch Jake Epstein's movie like from a- Lifetime
1: it was which, something with like home for the holidays or something was the Stacey Farber one.
0: Okay. When I well, think of coming
1: called. home for the holidays. That's amazing. And then we got
0: we got Jake Epstein in one for lifetime which is certainly a Hanukkah movie cuz he seems to do the Hanukkah movies, right?
1: I, I don't think it was actually.
0: Oh, okay, good. There we go. Well, not good. It's good that he does Hanukkah movies. I like that.
1: Yeah. Um so we're going to watch a we're going to watch All for Family is the Stacey Farber one. <laughs>
0: Not a mountaintop Christmas, mountaintop nope, nope, family Christmas.
1: Nope. Okay. <laughs> not that.
0: And then the Jake Epstein Lifetime one, which is called Hooray for Hanukkah," right?
1: <laughs> yeah, he doesn't even have like a a post about it. He had it in his stories. <laughs> He's like, dude, he cool. didn't even grid that shit. <laughs> no, he did not. You watched it already, didn't you? No, I just oh. recorded it.
0: So we're going to watch all those. Don't expect full recaps of these things. We're going to watch them. We're going to vote we which all, one was we the all, best.
1: We all know what happens in these movies. Yeah. They're written by AI at this point, supposedly. We'll talk
0: about we'll oh. talk about like funny parts of them.
1: Speaking of um the writing for these, I had mentioned this in the Patreon call last week that there was recently one of those like real estate interest pieces in the New York times. But the subject of it was someone who is a hallmark Christmas movie writer, not just Christmas movies, but you know, that's their bread and butter. Um And then they movies? very specifically said in the article, what the pay is for one of those scripts. And it's 47,000 some dollars. And I was like, all right. Good to know.
0: <laughs> You'd have to write a lot of those. Yeah,
1: but I mean, like, you, could make, nice you could make pretty decent money writing three of those a year. I'm like, that's not bad. But
0: <laughs> you're also giving 10% to your agent. You're True. giving 10% to your manager, 10% to your lawyer. True. And then that's before taxes. So you're really only coming away with like 20 grand, to be honest.
1: Yeah. That's not a lot of money. Okay.
0: But they're easy scripts to write. Yeah. With. She seems so have a nice formulaic.
1: House. She had a very nice house, and they were talking oh, about how each script she writes means that they can redo another part of the house.
0: <laughs> well, I guess. Yeah. I would have thought more money, to be honest. I would have thought more money than that.
1: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: But God, God bless. Mm-hmm. We're not here to talk about uh, Riley Vrimes' Reach or how much money Hallmark Christmas characters make. We're not here to talk about Santa Claus. He already came and talked for himself. Mm-hmm. Good, uh, good appearance, I thought. Mm-hmm. He started off hot, but then he kind of cooled down a little bit. He wants to give you, he really was trying with you. Yeah. you.
1: I'm just, giving, I don't know. I just, yeah. I feel like I've been burned a little bit the last few years. So I'm a little nervous.
0: But I feel like he's trying to make inroads with you. And I think you could be a little nicer to him, to be honest. That's just my opinion, but yeah. we're not here to talk about any of that. We're here to talk about Degrassi, more specifically Degrassi episodes eleven thirty 1130 and eleven thirty one, which are the thirtieth and the thirty first episodes of the eleventh season of Degrassi. Uh, they're episodes two sixty 260 and two sixty one, but because of all the two parters, we're calling this one eighty five. It's called Nowhere to Run. Nowhere to Run. Rachel sent me a whole slew of people who have songs called Nowhere to Run, and we settled on Martha and the Vandellas because it's the original mm-hmm. and goddamn it, it's the best. So, oh, yeah. Rach, hands down, what's your favorite Martha Reeves and
1: the Vandellas song? um hands down it's dancing in the street good song it's i mean and then the bowie jagger version of it is great
0: yeah i mean that's a song but it's 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 it exists in the world and it has a very funny music video which we yes, like We've yes. talked about
1: before i'll be dancing dancing in the street but the originals i mean that's that's how good the original is is that they did a cover and a <laughs> wonderful music video for it
0: they got a lot of good songs. Nowhere mm-hmm. to run, baby,
1: nowhere to hide.
0: That's a really good mm-hmm. song. Hard to beat it.
1: Nowhere to run, do, baby. Also, mm-hmm. it's like a
0: heat wave. Basically, if there was like a song, they that have that. They like have a that,
1: ton of hits. Like there's so if many. It, there's a
0: song that sounds like that. Mm-hmm. It was probably them. Yeah. Or like the Supremes, Yeah. Martha
1: and the Vandellas,
0: the Supremes. Mm-hmm. That's pretty. That's that. That's where you go. That's where you go for that. I like. Uh, Oh, Jimmy Mac, oh, Jimmy, hey, coming back. That's my favorite, Jimmy Mac. I'm going out out of the the three big ones for the fourth big one, Mm -hmm. Jimmy Mac, which is a big song. They did, I
1: Say a Little Prayer, too. Say a little prayer for you, forever and ever. Will always remind me of that movie. What movie? My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh,
0: My Best Friend's Wedding, of course. Mm -hmm. Love is like a heat
1: wave.
0: Timeless songs, Rachel, these are timeless yeah. songs that's that that our children's children's children will hear, providing there hasn't been some sort of mm-hmm. ec- ecological disaster, which will probably happen to be fair, mm-hmm. but when they when the last people are on earth, they'll know they'll be swinging swaying across the nation a place where folks I mean hold on a second. <clears throat> that's it martha and the vandellas we did it not more not much more to say no know. no girl groups girl groups you know the girl groups darlene love i oh, love darlene love the best she's got one of the greatest christmas songs ever of of all time mm-hmm. which i'm sure we'll listen to multiple times oh we should say goodbye we should say rest in peace To the great Shane McGowan, I was like, "To who? A lot of people died in the last week. It's been it's been wild." Uh, Henry Kissinger can rot in hell. Fuck him. Yeah.
1: Um, uh, Rosalind Carter died, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. Sandra Day O'Connor died. Those were the big ones. Yep,
0: yep, yep, yep. I am going to focus on Shane McGowan, the Mm -hmm. lead singer of the Pogues, one of the great voices in rock music and folk music and punk music, Mm -hmm. and put it all together. Great, great uh, soup of music. Yeah. Classic songs. You know them. Fiesta, uh, fairytale in New York, mm-hmm. fairytale in New York. One of the great Christmas, Christmas songs.
1: songs yeah. It's going to be a sad Christmas this year.
0: Yeah. But it, there's a melancholy to a lot of the, the, the Pogues mm-hmm. stuff. And I think that fits. I love the Pogues. Adrian and I went to see the Pogues many years ago at Roseland ballroom. Mm-hmm. And Shane McGowan was so fucked up, mm-hmm. um, during that show. And it was, you know, it was a thing. Mm-hmm. It, was it good?
1: I don't know. Yeah.
0: But I liked it.
1: Yeah. One uh, of my. Dirty old town. That's a good one. One of my favorite college professors posted. Um, she had gone to see um, the Pogues in like the 90s and had gotten a photo pass for it. Um, and she had taken photos of it and was talking about that show. That's cool. Yeah. That's very cool. Yeah. She's also the one who um, watched the original Degrassi. And when I was in college, we talked about that.
0: Oh, well, yeah. she's, she's she was a big tastes. Spike fan. So I'm sure Spike yeah. loves the Pogues. Yeah. I think that somebody mentioned. That yes, the I think so. Spike's yeah. Band yeah. So anyway, rest in peace, Shane McGowan, a poet, great man. Probably one of the only Irish things Rachel likes.
1: One of a select few.
0: And Bono, <laughs> obviously. Um, Bono, do you two do a good cover of "Christmas Baby, Please Come Home," though. The
1: Darling Love. Song. Oh, they do. There's some. There are a few things that you two do very well. I love you two. I like when they go, "Baby, please
0: come home," because Darlene Love doesn't do that. That's their little spin on it. Mm-hmm. Baby. Please go. Have you been listening to the Christmas songs on the lithium rage? I mean the,
1: the Sirius XM? No, I haven't. I need to check in on that.
0: It's hard because like the stations are like very old mm-hmm. songs, which I do like, so I like I'll put that one on. Or
1: like pop songs from last year. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I don't no. want to hear the Kelly Clarkson song.
1: No.
0: I don't, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to hear Step into Christmas. That song blows. I don't want to hear that song. Mm-mm. I don't want to hear, like, the Christmas song, like John Legend. It's fine, but, like,
1: no, eh. no I want to hear, hear I want to hear, like, you know, just watch the Chrismica episode, the first one of, of the OC, and you'll hear all the good songs. When I watched that, I was like, oh, I have all of this on different CDs from that time period, like, like mix CDs, not even sorry, not even mix CDs. These are like compilation albums that were released that have like some of the best songs on them.
0: Now that's what I call Christmas.
1: No, there was one Um, called maybe this Christmas and it had a Paul Frank monkey on it. So I don't know what that tie in was exactly. Um, But that has like a lot of the really good Christmas songs on it, as does K-Rock had some really good Christmas albums from that time period, besides the very special Christmas ones. What's the name of that album? Maybe This Christmas, I'm pretty sure. I wanna, it's I wanna really it hard phone. to find. It's like not on streaming. Oh, they don't streaming. have it on the phone. Yeah. Oh, okay, forget it then. It's, it's so annoying, but you know what? I've got... <laughs> I've got, if you've got a cassette player, I can take the CD and I can record a cassette for you. (laughs) Mail me a cassette. I'll mail you a cassette. I do have a cassette. I don't think that, I don't have a CD burner anymore, so I can't make you a CD, but I can make you a cassette. You got blank cassette tapes? Probably. I could tape over some shit.
0: (laughs) (laughs) If you bring that to me tomorrow.
1: Okay. I'll see what I can do.
0: We'll take a picture of it and put it on Instagram. Yeah. But does it have my favorite Christmas song? Step into Christmas. No. No, it doesn't. I realized last week I said... We were talking about the Spinal Tap mm-hmm. remake, or not remake, the Spinal Tap sequel, and I was like, it has Paul McCartney and Sir Elton John, but Paul McCartney is also a sir, <laughs> but nobody calls like anybody but Elton John Sir, sir Elton yeah. John, but they all call him that for some reason.
1: I just sent you the Wikipedia article on that album. <laughs> I want it. <clears throat> I want it.
0: Anyway, yeah. Sir Elton John. I do love Sir Elton John, to be fair. I just don't like step into Christmas Who, what's the difference between Paul Frank and Lisa Frank?
1: (laughs) Like many things, but I, I was like, actually that is, uh, they both. I guess are illustrators, designers. Are they
0: related is really what
1: I'm asking. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. And I like how I, I, I somehow pulled out of my brain that like this mix CD that I haven't seen the cover of in many years is like both a, uh. It had Paul Frank on the cover and I got the title right.
0: Yeah, I was just really wondering if they were related. Mm-hmm. And I thought a funny way to say that would be what's the... What did I say? What's the difference between Paul Frank and Lisa Frank? <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie coming out, uh, a um, fun horror-adjacent movie written by the great Diablo Cody, mm-hmm. who wrote The Great Jennifer's Body. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and it's uh Frankenstein riff. It's a riff on the Frankenstein. The name of the movie is Lisa Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> Which is fucking, I'm in. You don't need to I'm do anything so in. else. I'm
1: so in. Don't need to do anything else. And I'm there for it oh, on man. day one. So since we don't have separate episodes, I do have a blurb, but I'm like, do okay. we just do this as one go?
0: Hit me with your, yeah, yeah, oh, okay. I think so. Hit, hit me with your best
1: blurb though. Fire yeah. away. Um, In this take on a scary movie, the gang escapes to Jake's cabin in the woods after Claire's mom and Jake's dad get married. No spoilers on what happens next
0: beautiful this take on scary movie the classic keenan ivory (laughs) wayne's classic
1: and it's not really scary movie it's like it's just pulling on all the horror tropes but it was fun it was like it it clearly it's after summer so we last episode was prom so there's a break in this season
0: i don't know why this show refuses to show us summer is it because it's a high school show and it's named the high school. So it has to all take place during the school year.
1: I think it probably was an actual break in the season. So that's why they decided to do it that way. But yeah, that's a good question to why we can't like see some of these things. It may be yeah. too many sets and it would be expensive to show Ally in Ottawa. They just reuse old dorm sets from when we had the college years.
0: I couldn't believe they made like this big deal about her going to science club and then we'd like never see it. No. Also, clearly, she didn't take that laptop out to take a picture. Well, of this,
1: unless we suppose. come across something later, but I don't know. That's, true. That's I, true. I still feel like if that romance ended with that, it is going to be very disappointing to me that there were like nothing happened. There was no repercussions from that.
0: No, there weren't. There weren't. Yeah. we'll see you got to just sit back and wait yeah. you sit back and relax and let the tide take you
1: so, so we start yeah, off with ahead. the wedding we start off with the wedding jake has been away at his family's cabin in the woods all summer and working at a camp yeah
0: yeah so when he sent the text see you, see you soon sis that's the last time they con- had any
1: contact and claire is like so over it Mm -hmm. and Allie's helping her get ready for the wedding. But Allie's having a little bit of frustration because Dave hasn't texted her since she got back from science camp. And Claire is so mean about this. I'm starting to see the cracks. I'm starting to see the cracks, She calls Allie's problems pedestrian. Pedestrian. To the point that Allie repeats that later because it's just, sure. Like what Claire is going through, it's pretty epic, storyline wise and you know personal life wise but that doesn't make it mean that like what Allie's going through doesn't mean anything and the fact that she just doesn't even want to hear it is like oh like it's not very nice totally and also here here, Claire
0: here's the news I don't know if you know this it's fucking hotter now (laughs) how many times (laughs) do I have to tell you why are you so bent out of shape about this it's hotter now yeah Ah, everyone thinks it's hot now. For heaven's sakes. It's terrible. You were already doing the the step-sibling stuff before you were even step-siblings. Now we can go to, now we can get on
1: with the business.
0: Ah, boy. Yeah, I hated the way she was treating Allie.
1: Yeah, it was not. Like, I understand that Claire is really upset, and so maybe she doesn't have bandwidth for Allie's problems, but she could have been a lot nicer about it. (laughs)
0: <laughs> I mean it's a big deal when you're a teenager and your life is school and like crushes like that's oh my what God. your life that's is all and boyfriends is. and girlfriends and when your best friend is like I've been back for this thing and I haven't I keep texting him and he hasn't texted yeah. me that's a big deal yeah it's
1: all and then unfortunately because Allie kisses Jake like Claire never finds out what actually happened that kind of set all this in motion
0: Right, right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, Claire, Claire's kind of starting to suck a little bit for me.
1: Yeah, and I also did not totally care for the fact that, like, she was, like, back into liking Jake at the end of this. And I was like, no, it's Eli, dumbass. (laughs) Well, that's because
0: we like Eli. But I do think that she did. She always did. She had her heart broken a little bit by Jake, right? Mm -hmm. Because Jake, Mm -hmm. like, dissed her. Mm -hmm. Look, H- having said the cracks in the in the in the in the veneer and all that, I still think she's fine. Like she's really not a detestable person, mm-hmm. like so many mm-hmm. Degrassi fans uh, treat her. And again, it could still happen.
1: Yeah, right? we have time. She's to... only going into year yeah. eleven. So, um, th- uh, so yeah, they have the wedding.
0: She sees Jake. He brings her a flower or something. He, he's like, "Oh, I was fix- f- coming to put boxes in my new room because now they live mm-hmm. together," which. Again, guys, now the access is easier. This, he th- brings nothing...
1: roses for her. Yeah. But she's so yeah. mad.
0: She's so mad. And she has right a right to so. be mad. Rightly so, yeah. He ghosted her. And then, and then he comes back and he's like, I don't want to be broken up. I want another chance. And she's like, fuck you. Mm-hmm. Peace out, homie. Not okay. And the wedding is all taking place in their home. Where is fucking Darcy?
1: I, the, the rewrite on this of like Darcy no longer being a part of this family is very annoying to me. Just mentioned her that she's still in Africa. I don't give a shit. Can you believe my sister
0: couldn't even come? My mom, that's another reason to be mad at your mom. My mom planned this and did it so fast that like my sister couldn't even get her visa figured out to come back from Mm -hmm. Africa. Can you believe that? What a jerk my mom is. I mean. Michael Grassi, mm-hmm. I could teach you a thing or two about fucking screenwriting, for
1: heaven's mm-hmm. sake. <laughs> I don't think it's just him; it's been it's been for years now that we just don't know what happened to Darcy.
0: What's your favorite part of Step Into Christmas? Is the part where he goes? I hate that, that song so much. Do you know, like, Step Into Christmas? I don't think I heard that song until like five years ago, and really? now I feel like I hear it all the time.
1: Yeah, I I feel yeah. like I. I feel like I've heard it more in the past few years than I had previously, but I did know it, but it's a terrible song. It's
0: like, but, but the Paul McCartney song and the Wham song, those are such big songs Mm -hmm. and those seem contemporaries of one another, right? They must have all come out around the same time. And I feel like I just didn't know that song. It's probably not 5 years ago because to me sometimes I think something was 5 years ago and I find out it was like in 2006 and I'm like but that was <laughs> It feels
1: like I, 5 years then, ago. And then yeah. I go
0: but that was 5 years ago, wasn't it? And it's like no that was 20 years yeah. ago and I'm like what?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: what? Yeah. It was
1: how many years ago? Yeah. I do So I, that, I probably if, heard
0: it 20 years ago, but that seems recent to me.
1: I kind of wonder if like boomers feel the same way about like the nineties compared to the two thousands and the 2010s. But I got to say the two thousands and the 2010s feels like a much shorter period than it actually was. I think so
0: too. I think for me too, but I guess you're right. I guess like that's just generationally how yeah. it
1: works. It's hard to know because we need to ask people who like have a different reference point. And I certainly don't want to talk to any
0: boomers. <laughs> Okay, boomer. Remember that. Well, I
1: do have to say, my boomer parents have said expressed unwarranted that like the '90s was the last time there was good music. They were like, "That was such a great decade for music."
0: Because your dad loves Green Day and Live.
1: Well, actually, he likes different bands, but sure, yeah. He loves Green Day and Live. He likes them both. Yeah. He has a Live T-shirt Did he yeah, I think that I think he, that he likes. Day. I think he likes Foo Fighters better and Foo
0: Fighters to me are like barely a 90s band though because like they most of their stuff is in the 2000s well I guess that's not true their two best albums are firmly in the
1: 90s 90s, yeah exactly um and Green Day kept releasing things yeah yeah
0: but I know that your dad likes Green Day a lot yeah what's his favorite Green Day song she I
1: don't think so I don't that's actually my know. Favorite. That's a good question. I should ask She him. screams
0: inside. I like she. Yeah, song.
1: but I don't think that's his favorite song.
0: Pulling Teeth is a great song.
1: Yeah. Burnout.
0: Dookie's a fucking banger. Man.
1: It is. It's like so good. I loved that album. Whoa, I didn't notice this because I skipped. I skipped the intros on this. Both episodes, but we have new people in the intros. What are you talking about? This is a new season. This is a new season. <laughs> I Why should not are you have telling me this is intros. season 11?
0: <laughs> Hold
1: on. I should not have skipped the intros on this. Sorry, I have to go back. I'm, I'm, I'm watching this obviously in the background, so I have to go back to see the rest of it because I'm like, what the fuck? I totally missed that we have a totally new intro with new people in it.
0: I didn't watch it either. I saw that skateboarder come out and I immediately... I I was like, nope,
1: done. (laughs) (laughs) Skip intro. Thank you, HBO Max.
0: I'll watch it. I will watch it though.
1: Um, Let me just go through this really quickly because none of them were in this episode anyway, but it's like people who will be coming. Um, Mm -hmm. So we have Tristan and Maya... Um, who are both in next class? So we know them from next class. We have Tori, who is, uh, you know, whose sister, Cassie Steele's sister, comes back as a new character.
0: The actress is Cassie yes. Steele's yes.
1: sister, Alex Steele.
0: Congratulations to Cassie Steele on the birth of her child.
1: Yeah, she still hasn't said what the baby's name is, though. Felix. Is it? No, I made that
0: up. <laughs> But I said it with such conviction that you did.
1: You did, yeah. I was like, is it? I might have missed that. Um, So Alex Steele, originally Craig's little sister, Angela, no longer that. She's back now as Tori. We have Zig, who is also in Next Class. Um, And I think that might be it for people we are introduced to who are our new ninth graders.
0: All right. Well, let's do it.
1: And then everyone else is the same intro from last time, so... Oh, we also do have um, Mo is added to the intro. This is a new season. I'm
0: mm-hmm. sorry. This is a new season.
1: Yeah. This
0: is a new season. Yeah. So weird. It's episode 30 and 31. There were 29 episodes. That yeah. was a season. Yeah. And now this is a new season. Yeah. but And it starts off not.
1: with such like an interesting episode where it's like. It kind of feels like it could, you know, obviously it's bridging that gap to let you know what happened over the summer, but it's like, it's, we're not in the school year yet. They're about to start school and it feels like an outsider episode.
0: It almost feels like there. And I don't know what, what the story was, but it almost feels like there was the first half of the season. Then there was like a break. And then there's a second half of the season. Mm -hmm. And that like, maybe they played this in the middle of it.
1: Mm, Yeah. Like a a summer episode or something like, Hey, here's a catch up. When yeah, you see your friends, you miss your friends. Yeah. So we Here's talked
0: a very weird movie version of the show. Yeah. Like, this could have been a movie.
1: Yeah, yeah, it could have. It also feels kind of like a Degrassi Mini that got spun up into a real episode.
0: It really does.
1: I agree. Um But it's fun. Yeah, so we were talking mainly about Claire and Jake. Um I don't know if we want to kind of keep on that train. Let's do that. Yeah. Let's do
0: that. Let's do that.
1: Um so The wedding happens after all of this, after Jake had come by the house with some boxes and the roses and Claire's like, fuck this. Fuck you. The wedding happens and Jake wants to try to talk to Claire and she's like not happy about it. And there's a cake with their photo on it of their family now. Yeah. Very weird. Very weird. Wouldn't
0: be the cake I'd choose for my second
1: wedding. Claire sticks her finger in Jake's face, smushes it. Um, They do not have a good conversation. So Jake leaves the wedding and he goes by the dot where Allie has just after leaving Claire to help herself has met up with Dave only for Dave to inform her that this is the Rachel Ross situation all over again. They were on a break and Dave slept with a woman.
0: Unknown. We don't know who. No, nope,
1: we don't know who it was, and, and Allie I'm, is really upset about it. She was like, "This was a test, and you failed." <sighs>
0: it's fucking chaos. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. This was a test of our relationship. Me going to science camp was a test of our relationship, and you failed. And he fucking did fail, dude. Give me a break. You so c- c- were they not together?
1: I don't know what the. The I it's been so long since we had them on an episode that I can't remember the specifics if they were like truly, truly broken up or if they just decided they were going to take a break. Yeah. And those are two different things.
0: Right. That's why you said the Ross Rachel.
1: thing. Yeah, because it's it, it is like that's the reason why they made a whole thing of it on Friends is that like there is kind of a difference I- if you're like cooling off a little bit versus if you're broken up.
0: I'm not on Dave's side here. He was a real dick about it. He also had his ears tucked into his hat, which I'm not into. And um, (laughs) and I was like, dude, you are not. You are punching so far above your fucking weight dating alley right now. And you're going to do this shit. I'm interested to see. Find out who it was with.
1: Yeah. And where this all goes. And Mm -hmm. that's like. Like, what Allie was dealing with prior to this, which was all that Claire knew, which was that Dave hadn't texted her back, sure, pedestrian in comparison to what's Mm -hmm. going on to Claire. Fair. But, like, this is big. Mm. And I feel for Allie.
0: It's very big.
1: And she's sitting at the table the dot. Dave leaves. And Luke, not sorry, Luke, Drew.
0: Luke Billick.
1: Yes. Drew and Katie and Marisol walk up and they're like, Hey, what's going on? And then Jake walks up like before they even really get into like very much and is like, do you guys want to go to the cabin with me? Like essentially <laughs> yeah. that's what happens. <laughs>
0: and everybody's like, yeah, don't tell Claire.
1: Yeah. Cause he's so mad I, at Claire.
0: Yeah. So we've got as of now, Oh, and Eli rides by on his bike. Cause we find <laughs> he's, that been he's been biking, biking. all
1: summer. <laughs> you ride a bike, right? Yeah, I do. Oh, but I'm not like an insufferable bike person. There are insufferable bike people.
0: It's the most boomer thing about me is when I'm driving my car and, the, <laughs> and people on bikes and I'm just like, I'm, I, <laughs> I love you all. Do what you got to do. I understand it's better for the environment. I know. I know. I, I know. just don't always want to be
1: sweaty when I get somewhere, but sometimes it's nice to fit in an exercise to also get somewhere. Sure. I hear you. I'm not against it in Mm -hmm.
0: theory, just against it in practice. (laughs) True. You know what has ruined bikes Mm -hmm. is the e-bikes. Yeah. Oh, they're the fucking worst. There's so many of the e-bike riders... And they don't obey any traffic lights. They don't drive on the right side of the street. They go down the wrong way. I had, I had a huge
1: problem with it when I moved to New York and I felt like we lived in a neighborhood with a lot of one-way streets and I kept coming across people without lights on their bikes, riding the wrong way on a one-way street at night. It was mostly e-bikes. And, um, it's like, I can't see you. Like I could hit you and then I'd be in trouble for it. But you're the one who's, who's not following the rules. Yep, I have a, I, I have it. I have a hard time with people who don't follow the rules of the road for biking. That is a big pet peeve of mine.
0: I totally don't have an issue with um e-bikes. Again, in theory, but yeah, you gotta you gotta drive down the right side, right way mm-hmm. on a one way street. Yeah, and if you don't, you should get a ticket.
1: Yeah, just go. You gotta go stop down, down stop the stop next side. road. Like if you're gonna be in the road, you have to follow the rules of the road. Like cars That's are not it. supposed to be going the other way down that street. Yep. So
0: stop at a stop sign. Yeah. If there's a stop sign stop. I had a also, really
1: I had a really irritating bike ride when I lived in London once and I was commuting and I stop at red lights and I stop at stop signs and like I I don't always stop stop at stop signs but I slow down. Like I do a rolling stop. But those fine. cars do that. Yeah, um, I agree. So and
0: also like what, I'm not saying that you have to, to stop me, for the entirety of the red light either. Yeah. I'm saying just give it a minute.
1: Yeah, yeah. what happened for me was that I there was this guy who was going pretty slow, but he didn't stop at any red light or any stop sign. Whereas I did. So I kept passing him repeatedly. And then he would just like sail past me at a red light. And I was like, Oh my God. And it drove me absolutely nuts. That is a, yeah, yeah, this is one of those things that I'm like, I will die on this hill. There's reasons. There are, there are valid reasons not to fully follow those rules as a cyclist because of some of the safety issues that can happen with being a bike on the road.
0: You can't ride on a sidewalk. I can't drive my car on a sidewalk. No, no. I don't know if you know that. Did you know that?
1: <laughs> I don't you can't think do you're supposed to. Maybe a golf cart, but maybe not even
0: that. Maybe if you're like pulling, into a, pulling into a driveway of some sort, then it's okay. Yeah. But otherwise. Yeah. So these guys, they got to chill out. Yeah.
1: But anyway, back to this. Eli knows that they are going. Eli. He, he knows that they're going to the cabin, but he's not going to go to the cabin. Yeah. As of now. As of now.
0: He's he's a big he's big like uh is he the killer surprise kind of a
1: deal. Yes. Yes.
0: Cuz there's also a killer on the loose in
1: this episode. Yeah. So so this crew all goes up to the cabin. <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: And we, sorry. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And they get there and they're like this is great. You know, we're kind of in like the woods and it's really nice and can't yeah. complain about it. Um and then Jake, Except. Jake tells them about, like, the double murder-suicide that happened at the, at the cabin, and they're, yeah. like, a little freaked out by that.
0: Yeah. Well, I think we are missing, and I may be wrong because this might not have happened yet, mm-hmm. but I, you're right. There, Most people are pretty happy to be there. Except for Marisol, who oh, yes. is an absolute agent of chaos, <laughs> yes. the likes of which I have never seen before. And I gotta tell you, I am here for it. It was pretty good. This great. was a master class in just hateration. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> she walks out of this cabin, which, by the way, you didn't have to go to. And she. Everyone's like, excited. They're gonna have a party at this mm-hmm. cabin, which are also arguable. They never have a party. They just like mm-hmm. go to the cabin and everybody like pairs off in their A B C story mm-hmm. <laughs> groups, and that's it. Yeah. Marisol walks in. She's wearing a bikini top, short shorts, and like sandaly kind of things, but not like beach sandals. But like, no one else is wearing an outfit like this. No. And she walks in and she's like, it smells like wet dog in here. And where's the bug spray? This place, this place, I hate it. She's like, there's no TV. Literally, she's just like everything. She is hating on everything. And it is pure joy. I thought it was so fun. And she finds a
1: bag of weed in the couch. (laughs) A large bag of weed in the couch. It's like not insubstantial.
0: And uh, and then later on, when they smoke it, she goes into the, the bag, and there's joints rolled. Mm-hmm. Which I was like, "This is just great. This yeah. is just awesome." <laughs> so, so yes. Then Jake tells them the story of like this double murder suicide. Mm-hmm. Which did he make that up? Is that what we're coming to get? It was don't just know. a joke. It's a good question. And it freaks Marisol out. to, to be fair, though, it freaks Marisol out, and then. Are we here yet to the prank, quote unquote? The Lisa prank.
1: Uh, yes, we are to the prank. She's like listening to her headphones on the sofa.
0: Yeah, and she's singing. It's mm-hmm. good. She's living. She's
1: living her life. Mm-hmm.
0: She also is out of her bikini top now. She's just in like a shirt, <laughs> and she's listening to. And then she hears something, and she's like, "What's that?" And she opens the door, and Katie is in there. In the, Door of the closet covered in blood, <laughs> and then fucking uh, what's his name Drew? Yeah, no, it Drew? is Drew. Mm-hmm. Comes out like and attacks her with a poker, and this is and then they're like, haha this is so funny!" And I'm like, "That is not funny. That is a that is a crime." Yeah,
1: that's not nice. They should be in jail.
0: That is a crime. That was, at that point, I was like, Marisol is right. I'm on Marisol's side. That's insane. And then she's like, oh, it's fine. You don't need to be scared. I'll just make you some tea, Katie. Get out of here. <laughs> and Marisol wants to leave. I'm on Marisol. I'm like, make me the tea. Yeah. And then
1: I take it and I throw it right in her face. Yeah. <laughs> and then meanwhile, in the background of all of this, pre, pre the cabin adventure, we learned that Katie has come from like a soccer tournament just before this and she's like prepped for school, ready to be president. But she has all this stuff to do. And Drew is like, can we just have fun? Because Drew has been having fun all summer because Bianca is now working for his dad as part of like the plea deal arrangement. They
0: wrapped that right up in a bow without having any drama. Very
1: quickly. And so they've been watching a lot of horror movies this summer with Adam, (laughs) who's going through physical therapy. Yeah,
0: she says. At one point, she goes. They she rented the vintage classic, the Blair Witch Project,
1: <laughs> which I was like, I guess
0: it is. That came out when
1: classic. I was in high school.
0: Me too. Mm-hmm.
1: Oh, I was in college actually. It was like freshman year. I saw the so Angelica yeah, opening yeah. night. I loved it.
0: Um, so they pull this prank. Marisol's freaking out, understandably so. Mm-hmm. She's trying to make her tea. Mm-hmm. Get out of here with the tea. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, you know, what's going to make me feel better is if I smoke this weed. <laughs> and
1: everyone's like,
0: that's not going to make you feel better. Mm. Except Bianca, who's like, oh, no, good idea. Well,
1: yeah, because we haven't but- even explained how Bianca got there. Oh, so, yeah, we haven't even gotten there. So what happens is that. Drew has left for this cabin with Katie and Bianca's hanging out with Adam and they can't find the PlayStation controller and they're trying to call everyone at this party to find out like where the PlayStation controller is but there's no signal up there. She calls Claire because she assumes Claire is at this party too and Claire's like, what party at the cabin? I don't know anything about this and she's home. So it gets the point where like Claire and Bianca end up going up to the cabin together,
0: right? C- Bianca is going to pick her up, and mm-hmm. Claire's like, "No, it's okay, but too late." Mm-hmm. You have, you are now firmly engulfed in Hurricane Bianca. Yes, who in again? Gen- much like Marisol, is an absolute joy in this episode. She mm-hmm. is like her job in this episode is to stand somewhere and just like make sides.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like so it was my favorite role of the whole thing
0: what was your favorite part
1: oh no just just bianca oh her. yeah oh yeah my well i think my personal favorite line is when she describes claire's whack headband
0: her whack 80s headband <laughs> yeah their car also breaks down because they're doing everything in this episode all the tropes said They're doing horror tropes. So the car breaks down in the woods. They have to get out and walk. It's getting dark soon, but Mm -hmm. of course they just make it there in time Mm -hmm. and it's fine. So Bianca. Okay. So now as Bianca and Claire are coming to the house, Allie has now come outside with Jake and they're roasting marshmallows. Mm -hmm. And here's the thing I got to say about roasting marshmallows We just accept as a people that picking up a filthy stick from the ground Mm -hmm. is an okay thing to put a marshmallow on and then eat the marshmallow. Mm
1: -hmm. We've just accepted that. That's just like. Did you notice that their sticks were whittled down at the end? I did. They they implied that they had pre thought this out.
0: So if you whittle the stick down are
1: you Cleaner, taking I the think, dirt yeah. and
0: grime off it and yeah. therefore it's now clean? I think so. So mm, I just feel like that's an odd thing that we all just go. Mm, it's fine. Here's a fucking stick yeah. off the dirty ground, <laughs> muck and grime. Shove up I guess you're cooking, you're burning
1: the um, yeah, I don't know they're really cleaning it off of it, but it's <laughs> I mean for the most part I don't think there's like germs that are going to kill you in that on no, that dirty stick. Not. It's just more so that it's dirty.
0: Yeah, I mean, I know that theoretically, yeah. like, it's fine, probably. Yeah. But I just think, like, I know that some fancy people get those, like, metal
1: ones. Yeah, buy, yeah. Buy
0: like, the Home Depot or the... Yeah, uh, I
1: don't want to do that. I want to stick. Bed, but Bath I want, like, Beyond. a kind of clean stick, maybe? Does Bed Bath & Beyond still exist? Yes, they got bought by Overstock. It's so another one company, Ooh, but it's the, still called Bed Bath. The
0: Great Big O, remember? Oh, yes. Oh, the Great Big O. Wait, do you remember
1: the? On? There was a Thirty Rock commercial that made fun of it with the Baltimore accent. I don't it was that. Avery when hey. when um when Jack was dating Avery, and she's originally from Maryland, and they had her pull out her Maryland accent. And she's like, "Oh, oh, <laughs> that's very funny. <laughs> like it. I'm into it. That's it was very good. Funny. It was good." <clears throat>
0: Overstock.com. So Bed Bath & Beyond, you can probably get those. Or at mm-hmm. um, Weissman's. That was the that was the um, hardware store in my
1: neighborhood. Oh, there were
0: two. We had Weissman's and we had Brown's. Brown's still exists.
1: But not Weissman's. Y-
0: y- you can go to Brown's on 116th Street if you want to at any time. You can get batteries or hammers. Nice. or Any know,
1: of the tools of that might be stores. in the tool shed at the cabin. <clears throat> any of
0: the tools that are in the tool shed in the cabin. So – I feel like we're all over the place, but I think that's fine part of the course.
1: The story was all over the place. So there's a couple things happening simultaneously. We already talked about the weed a little bit. But um, when Claire gets to the cabin, Allie and Jake have been having s'mores and having a conversation about their breakups.
0: They've not been having s'mores. They've just been eating marshmallows. Yes.
1: Never mind. And they were arguing about the that? best way. Because
0: that was very embarrassing, the way you said they were <laughs> s'mores. You should probably cut that. You don't want people to hear you <laughs> saying it was s'mores.
1: <laughs> well, I thought that we were implying we were getting to s'mores, but I guess we were just eating roasted marshmallows, which is like a fool's errand. Like, you should be having s'mores if you're going to roast a marshmallow. I got an issue with s'mores. And here's, here, here's okay. what it is. I love them.
0: I just I just think that I want, I always want that chocolate to be melted. Yeah, and melted. it's never
1: melted enough because the that marshmallow can't it. heat it up.
0: Yeah, no. You got to microwave that chocolate a little bit. Yeah. Not a ton. Just enough to get it like a little bit soft. Yeah. Soft. And then you put, then it would be.
1: Then it would be perfect. Melissime. Yeah, yeah. That's why s'mores flavored things are almost better than an actual s'more.
0: I love s'more. I love the flavor of s'mores. Yeah, you so you know what's good is a s'mores pop tart. You throw it right in the Yeah, that you
1: there. get the melty chocolate that way.
0: <laughs> you get the melty chocolate, you get the melty marshm- marshmallow, you're killing it on that
1: Yeah. Spot. So Allie and Jake are kind of talking about their scenarios and Allie Allie does go in for the kiss. She is the one that instigates this. I um But it was the- both sided.
0: I just don't I just don't buy it. Like yeah. I'm just not I'm not here for it. It feels like manufactured drama cuz they need drama. Like they could have just as easily not kissed and had her walk up on them mm-hmm. and be like what's going on here and still get upset about it cuz it looked like they were yeah. in a I just feel like that it's it it's it, it's harkening back for me, too, like when they would write some of these female characters so like just badly mm-hmm. and give them these like shitty motivations. And this feels like that. I just don't think that Allie would
1: kiss him. Yeah.
0: Now she does. It happens in the episode. We got to deal with it. We mm-hmm. got to take it as it is. This is a real episode. They didn't wake up from a dream. Yeah. So she kissed him. I'm just like, why? You could have just as easily not had that happen mm-hmm. and got to the. Again. Michael Grassi.
1: Yeah, well it was we needed up. we needed something to happen. And this it, is exactly when Claire and Bianca arrive. And
0: Claire has every right to be annoyed with both of them. Mm-hmm. But cuz at one point um Jake says you have no right to be mad. We you said you didn't want to get back together. And mm-hmm. I was like, dude, you don't know how anger works? Cuz anybody has the right to be mad yes. at anything at any time. It's just that nobody doesn't have the you would have the right. To, beat it mm-hmm. but i understand why she's angry at both of them clearly yes yes they're not together at the moment mm-hmm. but obviously claire's going through a lot i just think that Allie, as a character has always been written pretty well mm-hmm. and i just don't believe that she's the kind of person who wouldn't think through this yeah a lot before beforehand yeah I know I'm a little annoyed at Claire, and she's been getting on my nerves, but she's still going through a lot. She's still my friend. This is her stepbrother boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Maybe I won't kiss him to complicate all this. I don't know. I just found it. Yeah. I found it out of character for Allie, and it felt like a little bit like they just didn't know what else to do.
1: Yeah. So they kind of get into an argument, and the power goes out in the cabin. <laughs> of course. Another trope. Claire runs off Jake and Drew decide to go look for her and Bianca is just I don't know I I just wrote OMG Bianca in my notes Bianca's
0: next level so Bianca and Claire are who walk up on the kiss Mm -hmm. and they like part and see them both and Bianca just goes now that's just wrong (laughs) and then later on later on um Allie's defending herself to mm-hmm. Bianca. And mm-hmm. She's like, but you did this to me, b- mm-hmm. uh, boiler room Bianca with my boyfriend. And you and you knew he was my boyfriend. And she was like, Yeah, but we weren't best friends. I loved it. Yeah, it was That's, so
1: accurate.
0: And then uh there's another one later, but we'll get to it. She's just like, she's just the queen of asides in this episode, and I was so here for it. <laughs> Bianca, baby. Yeah, so, so good. good. Some real, real, like, um, out of left field characters coming in and saving not saving this episode it was a fun
1: it was a fun episode for that reason yeah so claire's in the woods she can't get any cell service um and jake and drew come across her bloodied headband and they get nervous (laughs) and claire's still running and she has like a hurt hand and stuff and out of the blue eli comes upon her
0: yeah Yeah, but also, like, they frame it so, like, he may be a killer. Like Yeah. He's like, it's me, it's
1: just Eli. And this has happened after everyone at the house freaks out because they think that someone is breaking in, but it's just Eli who came to the house. (laughs) Yeah, who rode his bike there. Who rode his bike there.
0: It was probably really annoying with, like, the... And he finds out... left!
1: Yeah. (laughs) He finds out that Claire has gone missing and that jake and drew are looking for her so he decides to go into the woods and look for her too and he comes across her first yeah claire says later to jake that she thought about kissing eli it was a very tender moment
0: yes to get back at him for Mm -hmm. kissing Allie, her best friend yeah so they come back in the house Mm -hmm. right eli comes back in the house with claire yes and this is the other line so then Allie, she's, like, mad at Allie. She could tell. And um, and uh, Bianca goes, someone's frosty. <laughs> it's so good. Plus, she's, like, a big horror movie fan. And now the transition is complete. I love Bianca. Yeah, it was. I said it wouldn't happen. And she's, like, friends with Adam. She's nice to him now. She's, like, plays
1: video games with him. The transition completed. Yeah. I love Bianca.
0: Yeah. It happened.
1: So... Marisol and Katie go out to smoke weed at this point also. (laughs) And because Allie's like, you can't smoke it in the house because my parents will know that this was not like a sanctioned activity if you do. So they not only decide to go outside, they decide to lock themselves into a tool shed. So they are in the tool shed and Marisol is smoking weed. And then you start to see it hit her a little bit as she gets more silly and then it kind of yep. hits Katie a little bit. <laughs> and they're having fun. They're having fun. But then they hear someone banging on the tool shed and they freak out. And they, but it's also locked. They can't get out like. And so they decide to um, dig themselves out. <laughs> Katie's like, let's just dig our way out. and It will be fine. And they don't dig that far. And then they find a box with two rings in it engraved to the former owners of the house who died in the murder suicide
0: <laughs> which the explanation of this later is very bizarre
1: yeah it doesn't make a lot of sense that's like just i just like, buried I it in the tool shed I, why why inside the tool shed why not somewhere else like I it's know. weird maybe you're the murder he could be, could have been that's how he got the house um So that's not, then they're more freaked out. So I think that like they start digging themselves out because they realize they're locked in before the banging starts. And so then when the banging starts, they freak out. And so they find the chainsaw. And so Katie decides to like cut their way out of it. By this time, no one is outside. And it's probably Eli who had been outside knocking on the door.
0: Yeah, I think so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So they chainsaw their way out of this joint. Yeah. Yeah. And that is so funny. I was, like, cheering for the chainsaw. And then they just, like, barrel back in the house. And, um, yeah, that's kind of, like, where we're at, right? And then it's then, like, more banging and everybody's scared. And they're like, the killer, we found the rings outside. And now
1: Jake is freaked out. Jake's got an axe. Is that mm-hmm. where we're
0: at? Are we up to the axe?
1: Yeah, well, not, right? well, not quite, because... We're almost there, though, essentially, because uh, after Eli finds Claire, Jake and Drew find them pretty much immediately and they all head back to the cabin. So that's Mm -hmm. when that happens. So they're all in the Mm -hmm. cabin and they're kind of like resolving stuff. And Jake is looking at Claire's hand and, you know, doing some first aid for her.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. And she's doing that thing now where she's like going to forgive him, but give Allie
1: shit. Yeah. Which is not cool not cool. And he's like, and he's like, Allie kissed me. And it's like, true. I I would agree with that statement, but it's like, let's not try to like fob all this off on her.
0: Yeah. They really made it a point to have Allie be the aggressor in the kissing. Yeah. Very visible, very obvious. Mm -hmm. But so now it's all coming to a head. The horror movie of it all is coming to a head. There's Mm -hmm. banging on the door and they're like, Oh my God, these people, they want to kill us. And then uh, Bianca says, Or maybe they just want to kidnap a virgin. Claire. Claire and Katie. (laughs) Sacrifice yourselves. Mm -hmm. She's so good. It was so funny. And then wah, wah, wah. It was just Mm -hmm. the newlyweds. Yeah. Mr. and Mrs. Grimes Beach. (laughs) We're here for... And they were like, we were so worried we couldn't enjoy our honeymoon. And... And they were like, well, we thought it was a killer because we found these rings in the back. And that's when the dad's like, oh, I buried them in the fucking backyard, which is
1: weird. Not, e- not just in the backyard, in the tool shed. In the tool shed. Yeah. It's
0: weird. It's very weird. And then um, the mom said, the scariest thing about the teenagers in a cabin is the teenagers.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And now the parents are going to spend their honeymoon antiquing. Yeah. They buy an urn. <laughs>
0: Yeah, they do <laughs> to probably put the ashes of the dead couple. That yeah, the, her, the husband I, she killed. must know about that now. Yeah, now once you get married, you
1: gotta yeah, you got to space. know all those things. So, um, they all drive back the next day, and Claire won't listen to Allie and won't make room for her in the car, but will make room for Eli.
0: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The steps are turning to get
1: yeah, and then back in her house, Jake lives there now. And they're, apparently, their bedrooms are right next to each other, so that there's just a wall between them. Womp womp.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To build a wall between us. But I guess we're going to we be. Won't live.
1: I guess we're going to hey, be in the next hey, school year, next episode with over. new people. Hey, now, hey, and this will just be an afterthought.
0: When the world comes in, they
1: come, Oh, they and Bianca come. has to walk back to her car, which is a half mile down the road. And Katie sends Drew to go with her because she's like, I don't want to let her win. She's, yeah, because
0: she had a long conversation about jealousy with mm-hmm. Marisol. And she was like, you are jealous. And she's like, and then she and then she said, oh, she asked her straight out. She's like, are you jealous? She's like, a little bit. But I do have to like, oh, no, Bianca was like the mm-hmm. one who said, if you can't trust him, what's what are you? Yeah. Yeah. To build a wall between us. We'll turn the lights off at the same time. As they turn their lights off at the same time. It was cute. <laughs> These were very fun episodes, but yeah. I'm not sure what you're going to say when I ask you the age old question. Mm-hmm. Did it or didn't it? It's hard to
1: say. I don't think it does, but it was so fun that it felt like it should. Mm -hmm. What do you think? It's a 10 and two, right? Yeah, it is a steering steering wheel. Yeah, because
0: it doesn't really go there. I mean, at the exception of Allie kissing Jake, I'm so fucking not interested in Allie and Claire not liking each other. Like, yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it it it's so that that you're speaking of tropes like that is so boring to me like yeah. the two best female well, and friends. I also
1: hate that Claire is mad at Allie but like now is back in love with Jake that Same. really bothers me it feels so like overdone of like oh well I'm back with the boy but like my best friend now means nothing to me like bullshit come on
0: it's the least interesting drama to me on anything is mm-hmm. like the two former, the two best friends are in a fight over a guy and yeah. like, don't talk. And I'm like, I only, I just want you all to be friends. You, you all have like other people mm-hmm. to feud with.
1: Yeah. And also like Claire, you should probably be mad at Jake.
0: <laughs> yeah. I do wonder though, if this, the point of this is to like see some cracks in the facade of Claire. And
1: yeah. I'm curious to see way. where this goes, um, where we kind of go from here on this. Um, So Pat, I know, I know that no one died in this episode, but who is your final girl?
0: Mine is Bianca. It's so hard oh. to pick between Bianca and Marisol.
1: Mine is hands down Bianca. Marisol was very funny, but Bianca really was like chef's kiss the whole time. It
0: was really like Marisol for me. Up yeah. in, but, and then Bianca shows up and yeah. then she takes over everything.
1: Yeah. Bianca was but, funny to me even in the beginning at, um, at the Torres house.
0: Yes, she was. She yeah. definitely was. But when Marisol walks into that, I just love someone who's invited somewhere. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's nice that you've been invited to this thing and you sh- you should go with the best intentions, mm-hmm. but you're just a shit about it immediately. Yeah. That to me is so funny. Yeah. This place is awful. Well, th- why did you come, you yeah. asshole? Yeah. Like I love that, but again, we're not here to talk about Marisol because she's not the MVD. She's not the most valuable Degrassi. It's Bianca through and through. And I am also I also believe that had this actually been a horror movie, Bianca probably would have been the one to survive it. Because mm-hmm. she's seen all the movies, so yes, she knows I do think the, she would too. Evil Dead, Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. all the best horror movies start in the woods and in cabins. It's she true. Knows her shit. It's true. That classic, that vintage classic, the Bl- I they had her say that in, to to like make people go, oh my god, <laughs> the way she said that, like that was on purpose.
1: Oh, Well, but pe- great stuff.
0: Good episode. It was Good a fun episodes. one. It was a fun, fun one. times.
1: Um. We also have someone we have to welcome into the room today.
0: it is the Christmas season, the holiday season? It is your best friend, Mr. Del Rossi. How have you been? I haven't seen you in a while. I'm here to give you a little smile. It's your old friend, Mr. Del Rossi.
1: I really like this Jiminy Cricket transformation. I feel like it's done wonders. I sing wonders. The songs, <laughs> yes.
0: I, I sing the songs now. I come out of the show, I sing the song, I have to sing. A nice song It's a nice A softer song and make you go to sleep If you want to go to sleep That is what I do now I'm very small I flutter about And I come on the show And I say It is so good To have you in the room To the people (laughs) Who come in the room But Rachel It has been a long time Since I've seen you So I just want to say You look so nice
1: Oh thank you
0: I hope you had A nice trip In Los Angeles California I hope you are Feeling nicer To be back here On the east coast Because the east coast Is so happy to have you Thank you. I'm very in tune with the Easter Coast, and it tells me when someone is someone they're happy to have back, someone they are not happy to have back, and you are someone they're happy to have her back. How do you like of that? Oh, thanks, pal. But anyway, it is nice to be here. I'm excited to welcome someone into the room. Who am I welcoming into the room today, Rachel?
1: It's Valerie. I knew it. Oh, Valerie. You, kn- you knew it? <laughs> Valerie, <laughs> come Valerie. see
0: me. <laughs> I'm the same boy I used to be. Valerie probably doesn't know that song because she's probably young. And that is a song from the 1980s by Steve Winwood. Look it up. Valerie. Steve Winwood, <laughs> he also had the song called Bring Me the High I Love. Oh. You remember that one, Rach? <laughs> Bring yes, I me do. the high I love, do you stay? Do something like that? Anyway, <laughs> Valerie, it is so. I love to have you here. You are so good. You're one of the best people in the world because you have a chosen to come to the room with all of your broomheads and all of your dope monkeys. And we are so happy to have you. Immediately, you become our best friend, and you and we. Wait, you become our best friend and we become your best friend. You come and go as you please. You come to the room, you eat your food, you hang around. You can go home sometimes if you like, but I'm going to tell you, you're not going to want to because you're going to have such a good time in the room here. I love you, Valerie. It is great. We are so happy. Rachel, aren't you so happy?
1: I am so happy.
0: It is so nice when we get the new people. And this month is a great month to join on the Patreon because you're going to hear the talking about all of these movies.
1: Yeah. You're going to watch it. It's going to yeah. be fun. It's going to be very fun. And you know it's what? I, I saw there was a whole article in the New York Times about Mortadel and how it's really cool with Gen Z now. So we got plenty of Mortadel. Don't worry.
0: Oh, I've been ahead of the curve because I've been onto Mortadel before been you. that so Gen it. Z was mm-hmm. a born. Mm-hmm. Gen Z wasn't even an apple in the parents' eyes. And <laughs> I was a shovel in a Mortadel down my gullet like a heron. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I had what's the birds? That's not a heron. What's the birds with the big mouth? The big like it's pelicans. Out. Is it the pelican that has like the big thing that goes at the yeah ear?
1: pelicans? Yeah. Oh,
0: I was a shoving a, down like a mouth down my mouth like I was a pelican. The Pelican Brief, starring Denzel Washington and a Julia Roberts. You ever see that? The one Rachel <laughs> John Le Grisham, the Pelican Brief. I love the
1: Pelican Brief.
0: Oh, that's the best one.
1: Yeah, that I like that probably the best, and then the firm the next best. We
0: live in a shitty country that is so racist. This country is so fucking racist that they the studio is like Julia Roberts and a Denzel Washington are not allowed to be in Love and that movie because the one is a black and the one is a white. So right. That is a fucking insane thing because they had such a sexual chemistry. All I wanted to do was to watch them fuck. I said, I would like it to see them fuck each other because they are so, be- they are in the primes of their life. They're the most beautiful of people in the world and all I want to see is their sexy bodies rubbing up against one another in a sexual way and I couldn't see it because we live in a fucking, well, I don't live there. I didn't live there yet. I live in Canada. Oh. But now 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 I live here in this dresser, but I'm very small. Because a racist country, we couldn't even see Denzel Washington and Julia Roberts are fuck. Now they probably would have let that happen, but they're not, you know, Denzel's a little bit, he's still hot. Don't get me wrong.
1: Yeah, but they're older now. Softer,
0: they say softer in the middle
1: is what they say. But yeah.
0: Valerie, we are so happy to have you. This is such a good mm-hmm. month. You're going to come in, you're going to listen to the new episode where they talk about all the Christmas and movies mm-hmm. with the Jake Epstein and the Sinead Grimes at Beach, and of course my favorite, one of my favorite scene partners, Stacey Farber. We had so many great scenes together, Stacy Farber. <laughs> and I. She was one of my favorite scene partners. We would do all of our lines and improvs and all the thing. It was so fun. She's so great. I can't wait to see the Mountaintop family Christmas movie that she is in. Where they all live on a mountain. And the chimney has a lot of smoke coming out of it all the time. It's a beautiful, picturesque kind of a thing. You know, Rachel, I love Mountaintop Christmas movies. Yes. You like, you know? Yes. I'm excited to see it. But Valerie, you are the best. All of the dope monkeys are the best. All of the broom heads are the best. The best people in the world. We love you so much. We're so happy to have you. And we hope you're having a nicer holiday season, whichever the holiday it is that you celebrate. I hope you're having a nice time. Twinkly lights. Have some hot chocolate if you like a hot chocolate. You can have, you put a little bit of, you know what? I haven't been a buy-in now. Actually, not me. This is a pet story, so I'll let the tell it. I'm going to go. I will see you all later. It is so good to see you, Rachel. I hope I get to see you again one more time for Christmas holiday season. Me too, Mr. Del Rossi. Me three, Mr. Del Rossi. I gotta get out of here. All right. Me four, Mr. Del Rossi. See you later. Bye. Love you.
1: Oh, what a nice visit. So pleasant, especially compared to Santa, that dick.
0: <laughs> I think Santa's really trying with you, though. I told
1: you that. I All think right. he's really we'll trying. We'll see. I,
0: I think he knows you don't like him. I think yeah. he can sense. I think he can sense the um,
1: tension. Animosity.
0: So maybe, I don't know, maybe that's a you problem, you know? <laughs> maybe you got to work on it. Because the old man's only, you're probably only going to see him one more time this year. Yeah, that's true. Sometimes he does show up in January for a little post, uh, post-Christmas wrap-up. So yeah. maybe he'll be there. We'll see. We'll see. But we love him. You got to go to the Dope Bloomheads Monkeys thing, uh, <laughs> Facebook page.
1: Every episode, Ver on Instagram. You can send us an Same. email. Oh, nope. Wait, I said the wrong one. It's What'd you say? it's I said it every episode ver on Instagram. <laughs> it's deem podcast on Instagram and you can that also write us an email at every episode dot gmail.com.
0: There you go. Get that Patreon. Seriously.
1: It's yes. Fun. Get on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash gr- Dean. We have a lot of fun. We had,
0: we had a great meeting last mm. month. We had a lot of fun talking about so many things. Yeah.
1: And um, I think we're going to have a special bo- fun Christmas one this month too. Yeah.
0: It's going to be very special. It's going to be a lot of special things. We're going to have hot chocolate.
1: Mordedelle. you got to bring
0: your own, of course. We're going to drink hot chocolate and eat that, uh, uh Meet up, people. Hang out. Hot chocolate, Mordedelle. you got to bring it yourself because <laughs> you're in charge of your own <laughs> things at your homes. But please, all of you, have some Dell, Have some uh, hot chocolate. It'll be great. I'm bringing it. Sounds good. We'll see who else brings it. It sounds like not a great combination, but we're
1: going to try it. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. Who knows? Meat and chocolate. Delicious. <laughs> anyway, and maybe it's good. So, good night. Chocolate meat and grilled cheese, definitely. <laughs> and grilled cheese, definitely. Ickniowski. Chocolate
0: meat. Remember chocolate rain? Chocolate yes. meat.
1: Do, chocolate I rain. That was like the beginning of the chocolate internet. Rain.
0: <laughs> chocolate rain was the very beginning of the internet.
1: I mean, Té-zondé. Al Gore might disagree with you, but sure. <laughs> Ch- Chocolate rain was like the
0: first time like the internet like made a thing, right? Yes. Am I wrong? No, they probably had other. I things I think there but... were other things, but all the broomheads are like, no, it wasn't. It was. I get it. I'm wrong, but I just saying. Chocolate rain was like stupid and big.
1: It was. It was. It was a good time.
0: Chocolate meat.
1: <sighs> See you
0: in a couple weeks. Chocolate rain was like on fucking Jimmy Kimmel. That was a big deal, you know. <laughs> Bye, everybody. <laughs> Chocolate rain. <laughs>